Today's episode is sponsored by Eric Landfried, author of Solitary Man, an action-packed novel perfect for your summer reading. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. What's going on, boo-boo? Nothing. What's going on with you? You know, just kind of wrapping it up, you know, coming to the end of the week, going into the mm, weekend. That's right. Lots of things are happening. Lots of things yeah, are going on. Yeah, and you got to get ready because you're leaving. Get, getting ready for vacation. Vacation's Man, around the corner. Two weeks gone. Going to be gone for two weeks. Just going to be out there on like 90 acres shooting guns and waving the American flag. That's what I'm doing. America. That's right. That's good. Yeah, it's going to be fun. What are you doing? Uh, Either today when this drops or tomorrow, Friday, I'll be heading to Vegas. What's up in Vegas? You know. You know what's going on. I do have no idea what's going on. UFC 239. You're going. I'm going. Nice. I'm going. So yeah. uh, But where where are you sitting though? You're sitting like like up in the nosebleeds. It's going to be embarrassing. It might be like the ninth row. Really? <laughs> Ninth, you're going to get some John Jones sweat on you. That's it. So, yeah, uh, uh, one of the guys that trains John Jones and some other uh, UFC fighters as a family friend Ooh. said, hey, man, got a couple tickets. You want to go? Yep. Yes, I do. He goes, Jones says, get here by Friday. You can come to the weigh-in as well. Oh, that's fun. The we'll hang out that night. We'll hang out Sunday. You're going to hang out with John Jones? Yeah. Are you guys going to do illegal supplements together? Uh, first of all. <laughs> That I don't know if those things are occurring in the John Jones arena. He is a is from my understanding of my my time with John. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is uh, a straight shooter. Now uh, there so might you be shoots up. Like what no, 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 like, I said, straight shooter. Like, like I know, no, straight shooter. I, I, what are you, what are you I'm saying? not talking about other UFC fighters I've oh, hung out with. Uh, okay, those ones. Okay, yes. Okay. There's been times I've had to be like, I'm going. I'm going home. <laughs> I am heading to my my hotel room. All right, so you're gonna hang out with John Jones and the guys. So, yep, so uh, and I'm bringing who, a guy. Well, I'm bringing uh, bringing a friend. Who you bringing? I'm just a friend. Who's that? I literally have no idea who you're bringing. Who you bringing? I mean, you you might you do know him. So you're gonna take somebody with you. Yes. Who it couldn't be one quarter of a fight fan as me. I Correct. know more about UFC and fights than you do. I know, and, but you're but and, you're leaving. Yeah, not when you're not when you're going. I'm not leaving until Tuesday. No, but we have church Sunday. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Got, we got we got a deep bench of preachers. You better not be. If you're taking Steve McCoy, I'm gonna be really upset. <laughs> no, tell, tell me it is not Steve McCoy. It's not Steve McCoy. Okay, all right. Because yeah. I was gonna. No, I'm taking Mark. Okay, who's that? Mark Sean, the guy from England, one of my employees. Oh, okay, yeah. all right, that's fine. That's fine. If you're taking Steve, <laughs> no, I was gonna be really I, mad. Oh, I know. I'm no. already a little. I'm already a little upset that I'm not going to the fights. Mm. But uh, that's all right. Sorry. That's going to be fun, man. It's going to be, be really good. good. You're going to Instagram it? You're going to do some pictures? Well, no. I might, I might take a photo or two. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Pretty cool. You know, as fun as that's going to be, mm-hmm. it can't hold a candle to Freedom Sunday, which just happened last weekend. Well, I nothing holds a candle to Freedom Sunday. That is, Freedom Sunday is is a jam of yeah, sorts. That's right. In fact, you can't hold a candle to Freedom Sunday. You have to hold Roman candles on Freedom Sunday. <laughs> you got to shoot the fireworks off. Oh, I was about to <laughs> Nobody knows what we're talking about. Uh, well, I'm sure some of our people know. I'm pretty what we're sure talking some about. people know because some people keep their ear to the ground mm-hmm. when it comes to the Freedom what Sunday. Native train. Americans or something? Why are they putting their ears to the ground? What? 
Oh, what are you talking about? Because that's what that, that's they, a saying. Yeah, that, but, but, that, but it's kind of appropriating a, no, a yeah, cultural is, practice among, the, among the, the the indigenous peoples of, of the Americas. That they is, would put their ears to the ground to hear if they could hear horses coming okay. far away. But it's still saying. I don't know why you felt like you had. Well, to it's like saying say like, that. oh, it's like Indian summer. Like that's a that's not a very cool thing to say. Listen, I'm not playing with you in this. This is when banter. You're insensitive. You keep using your insensitive no, 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 uh, yeah, metaphors yeah, and yeah, stuff. No, you you snowflakes keep trying to you know I'm take not, my words and and twist and them. Use on me. them the way you mean, and then uh, you get in trouble. and You have to apologize. Okay, I'm not apologizing. So, no, no apologies. Wait, what are we talking about? We're talking about Freedom Sunday. Okay, and uh, Freedom Sunday. Well, what, all right. What is Freedom Sunday? Let's. Why don't we start there? Okay. Well, this went down uh, First Baptist Church, Dallas. Mm-hmm. Okay, big church, SBC Church, Southern Baptist Church, and Pastor Robert Jeffress. Right, Jeffress, mm-hmm. which sounds like somebody misspelled a name. It Jeffress does not sound or look like a real name. I'm not sure, but everybody knows who. Not everybody. A lot of people know who Jeffress is. He's a well-known Southern Baptist leader and pastor who he, gets a lot of. Hate. Yeah, he's also like he's also an author, and he's got oh, some yeah. he's got some resources out there. Uh, America is a Christian nation. That's uh, wait, so, I'm sorry, what was that? Uh, America is a Christian nation. Okay, that's the that's one that's of his DVDs. Oh, yeah. it's, he's got a DVD. Got DVD. It. That's okay. the name. Uh, America at the Crossroads. That's uh, another one okay. of his resources. Sends in a theme here yeah. among his publications. Oh, and then another one. Yeah. Uh, choosing the extraordinary life. That's hey. God's seven secrets for success and significance. Oh, right in America. Uh, it does not say that. Okay, I'm assuming though. Uh, all right, so well, listen, um, Jeffress. Obviously, he's got uh, you know he's like the D. James Kennedy of today. Um, if you guys don't know who D. James Kennedy is, good job, Presbyterian guy who was all about America. Mm-hmm. Um, can't hate on people that are pro America. I'm I'm pro America. Anyways, uh, Jeffress. If you don't know, if you just Google him, you will see. Like a lot of uh, secular publications taking him to task. Oh, he gets a lot of hate online. He gets in trouble for saying some crazy, wild, outlandish thing. These are things like like five things. Pastor Robert Jeffress, who was at the the. Uh, what was the last thing he went to for Trump? He went to something for Trump at uh, some embassy in Jerusalem or something. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, people like they can't have this guy there. And then the outlandish things that he says are things like, uh, well, basically he, he talks about people going to hell a lot. And that's, well, apparently that's very outlandish in our, mm-hmm. in today. So, uh, Jews are not a part of the kingdom of God. Uh, neither uh, are says, Mormons. Uh, he says Mormon. Yeah. Mormons are going to hell. Uh, Catholic Catholicism is a corrupt religion. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure if that's crazy. Pretty sure that's pre- a standard evangelical theology, historic Protestant mm-hmm. thought. Mm. It's not, you know, he says, I think, I mean, I don't want to get into his head, I can't, but I think the reason he says that Mormons are going to hell is because uh, Mormons, Mormons are going, going to hell. hell. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure. And listen, here's the thing. Uh, it's not that crazy. Uh, in fact, here's the truth. We're all going to hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we, everybody's going to hell. Guess who else is going to hell? Baptists, Presbyterians, and Lutherans. All going to hell. Just because you have a title or a name or you're a part of a particular group of people uh, has no bearing on your standing before the Lord. You must be justified by faith. And so everybody's going to hell apart from Christ. That's not crazy. So we're not going to hate on him. That's that's orthodox. Yeah. What are you going to do? So uh, so anyways, so Pastor Jeffress at First Baptist Church, Dallas, put on a Freedom Sunday. Yeah, but 
Wait, isn't there multiple Freedom Sundays? There's a couple Freedom Sundays. This is not. So which 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 Freedom Sunday is this? Well, this is not the one. the The one that I know about is uh, it's through International Justice Mission. It, it, that's a group that uh, brings awareness to mm-hmm. and actually fights against modern slave trade, sex slave trade. Yeah. Um. Very cool organization. Uh. You know, Christian based, partnering with churches, and uh, if you, if you look into their stuff, like they they put on Freedom Sunday. Now it's not. You know, it's not it's like not fireworks. Like, yeah. It's not. It's not like America Freedom yeah. Sunday. No, no, no. They, they don't. They don't have country singers come up and do special music mm-hmm. uh, when they're doing these things. So when they have do, a, do churches still do specials? Oh, of course they do. Really? Yeah, solo special music. That's a big thing. Of course. Still, You're, listen. You have finally become fully integrated <laughs> into the Redeemer cult, so that the idea of somebody doing something. That we don't do is weird. Well, no, my last church didn't allow specials either. Really? Yeah. That yeah, yeah. is weird. So I, it, was, it, was, it was old school Baptist, yeah. Yeah, old school old Baptists allow a lot of a lot of. Yeah, this music. one, this yeah. one did not. I think it used to. Then the new pastor came and was like, Nah, okay. nah, yeah. Okay, well, so listen. Um, b- by the way, uh, IJM. Um, what they'll do is they, they, they partner with local authorities in various regions uh, to find people that are suffering from violence, uh, oppression, slavery, mm-hmm. and they actually work to bring them out. Um, they collaborate with social workers to restore survivors to their communities. Uh, they work with you know, counseling, education, skills training. Um, they also work with local police to uh, combat criminals, traffickers, slave owners. And uh, they work constantly to address gaps in the system uh, that uh, will – ultimately protect the poor from violence long term. So uh, we're not talking about, that's not the Freedom Sunday that no. FBC Dallas was was about. Their, the, their, their Freedom Sunday was a little different. It was more yeah. about. Their, their, their Freedom Sunday was was flag waving. Lots of flag waving. A lot of, lot of the American flag waving. Um, Team America. Think about it that way. Think of it that way. Yes. Heck yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's the one. That's um, the one. <laughs> <laughs> and if so, you know that reference, shame on you. Yeah, that you do need to actually shame uh, on you. I hope your mind yeah, be yes. renewed. You know what? Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, I, I only know about it because Jimmy told me. What? No, I didn't. Um, so on June 30th, right. uh, over at the First Baptist Church in Dallas, they held their services and mm-hmm. it was like a, like a, Synthesis of patriotism, worship, fireworks, and they had the, uh, there was a special guest speaker, uh, uh, Colonel uh, Oliver North, Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North, Ali yes. North, Ali North. Yeah, uh, now, Ali, that's what people call him. Ali North. Um, you know, a lot of you know. If you're young, you probably don't know who he is, but you know, uh, big public guy uh, and and well known as a Christian man, and um, so you know, that's it's a little different. Yeah, the taking Sunday services, shooting off fireworks inside, 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 indoors streamers. Like they had like confetti. Yeah, those they are fireworks confetti. though. No, but they also confetti. had confetti. They, they do have confetti. They had the confetti. Dude, we'll link to the video. Little little, little flags. The little, little, lots lots of little flags. Lots of American flags. Uh, like sparks. You know, it, it, it it's almost like if. Uh, it's like the early day, if the early days of Motley Crue, when they would play inside the you know, Whiskey Go Go, mm-hmm. um, they would do fireworks inside and all that stuff. But if they were dressed like Uncle Sam, if they were all dressed like Uncle Sam, they have that kind of a vibe. It's kind of a, it's kind of a exciting, electrifying. Mm. Let's get pumped and praise God for what He has done and giving us this country. I think is uh, how they might want to put it. Now, what, what do they say? They they want to celebrate uh, our. Uh, what do they say? They said like we want to celebrate our freedom 
and our freedom in Christ or something like that. No, no, no. I think it's just celebrate our freedom in the country we love. No, no, there's a Christ. There's also a gospel thing tagged on is the Is there really? Yes, there is. Here, I did play, not see Play it. the audio. Play the audio. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Do you still have it up? Yes, 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 yes. Hold on. Because this is a... Uh... Hi, I'm Robert Jeffers, pastor of First Baptist Church in Dallas. And mm-hmm. I want to invite you to join me for Freedom Sunday, oh, June 30th. That's a right. patriotic celebration with worship, fireworks, and our special guest speaker, Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North, the decorated Marine author and a committed follower mm. of Jesus Christ. Okay. Don't miss this incredible Sunday celebrating our freedom as Americans and our freedom in Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Oh, it's on yeah, of course it's on loop. You can't get enough of that. <laughs> what are you waiting for? What are you Jimmy? waiting for? <laughs> uh, wait for something better. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, that'd be a hard pass. Yeah, but so okay, so you then obviously hate yes. America. Well only because I love communism so much. Though. Oh, is that yes. it? Is that, is that <laughs> I mean, right? I can't get enough of, I mean, I'll settle for socialism, yeah, but what yeah. I'm really jonesing for, yeah. not John jonesing, <laughs> but what I'm really jonesing for is some some nice, sweet, hmm. long-lasting communism. Boy, oh, is that is that it? So you hate America. Uh, okay. Listen, every well, I don't know if everybody knows. We're very, we're, we like America. We love, I think we say, we love America. We love our country. Mm. We do. Um, we are pro America. That's right. I, I, what do you love about America, Jimmy? Can't, don't say apple pie and baseball. Otherwise, I'm what? walking out. I'm walking out if you say apple what pie do you mean? and baseball. <laughs> baseball is like the, the – listen, Canada has a lot of worst inventions. In fact, Canada doesn't have a worst invention. All of their inventions are worst. Okay, so Canada <laughs> has a lot. I'm willing to admit that we have some bad inventions. Baseball is mm. definitely way up there. No, Terrible. first of all, baseball is great. Par- so you say, what do I love about, about America? About our country. All right. Uh, I do like uh, I do like the democracy we have. I do love the freedom that we have. Yeah, yeah. democratic republic. Yep, freedom. Uh, the the ideals contained in mm-hmm. the constitution. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The like. ones that try to keep others down as well. Yes, yeah. yes. No, no, no. The ideals. Oh, oh, oh okay. Gotcha. Not the not the uh, misapplication of those ah, ideals. Good, yeah, good, good. We've definitely got some stuff wrong, and still do get some stuff wrong. But mm-hmm. overall, yes, we love uh, uh, America. So we are pro America. Yeah, you wouldn't want to live anywhere else. No way, no way. I like to visit other places. Mm. Like, like the, the more foreign and the the more weird and the more different from America, like you know, like Portland. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't mind going to places like that, but mm-hmm. I don't want to stay there. Mm. Um, I like coming back to America uh, mm. because because of the, the freedoms that we have, um, freedom of speech, yep, yep. freedom of religion. Some of that stuff is up for grabs these days. It yep. Seems like. So yes, we do love America, but as Christians. Uh, and Jimmy and I, you, you and I talk about this a lot. Yeah, that we we have to remind ourselves sometimes because it's easy to forget that while we love our country uh, for all the good that is inside of it, uh, it's still not home. Like no, this world is not home as is. It's not home for us. Yeah, it's, I mean, well, yeah, you see that in First Peter two, right? That's the passage. Uh, yeah. Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Mm. So yeah, I urge you as sojourners. And exiles, right. right? And so this is this is our status here. This is our status until we're able to go home and to uh, to be uh, in the presence of our Lord. We're just here as visitors, right, man? You are you are cast outs, right? Mm-hmm. Exiles, like you don't fit in. 
we don't fit in. And there are always going to be, you know, various levels at which there's an overlap or where we can fit in, right? So, you know, we might wear the same kind of clothing. We might enjoy the same kind of food. Like there's a lot of good things that we can receive and participate in in our American culture. But fundamentally, we are cast outs because we have a a high and pure allegiance to Jesus Christ above all other things. Uh, we bow the knee to, to God. Uh, we believe his word. We want to strive towards uh, holiness. Yeah. So I think that uh, it's, it's fair to say that if we are not really aware that we are cast outs in our culture, maybe it's because, A, you're not really interacting with the world very much. You're just kind of secluded mm. into a christian ghetto or two you're not living that differently i'm about to say yeah the there's no difference between there, you. there's only, only no two perceivable options. difference yeah, yeah right so either you're not really in the world like jesus says you're supposed to be in you know not of it uh, or uh you are in it but you are also of it so i think i think that's a part of the thing so we're we're exiles and we're sojourners meaning that we are traveling through yep passing through yep uh, on our way waiting for our home which is off in the distance we have our eyes fixed on that the kingdom is here but it's not yet here fully we're mm-hmm. waiting for it to arrive uh and in the meantime we uh, seek to live a godly life that honors god it, it, you know you, you mentioned he, uh first peter 2 i think of hebrews 13 uh hebrews 13 14 um and that says, uh, here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. Right? That's mm. the idea. The cities here, like Chicago is a great city, a global city, one of the best cities yeah. in the world. Now, on vacation, you're going to go on vacation. Well, first of all, you're going to Vegas, not one of the greatest cities in the world. Uh-uh. Um, but you're going to go to Italy. Yep. And so, like, some of the greatest cities in the world are over there, right? Yep, yep, I mean, yep. We have some amazing cities, but they don't ultimately last. I love Italy. They don't last. I just in love the, Italy. Now, Italy has been lasting quite a while. It's oh, been yeah. Around, around the, it's been a while. they got... Getting long in the tooth. Yeah, I wonder if they got they, like they need some church plants. Could do some yes. church plants. Well, in Italy. we we know church planters there, and yeah. uh, so yes, you could. Um, oh no, they're in Seattle now. They're in no, Washington no, State. I know other church planters. Ah, gotcha, yes. gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah, it's a different, it's a different sort of environment. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could roll. I don't think you could roll. With oh, the, I could roll. No, I don't think so. I could roll because no, you just—I'll do my thing. You just want to be a volunteer elder at one of those uh, church plants. That's what you're thinking. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, all right. So let's let's get the or in Scotland. The full, oh goodness sakes! You know how depressing Scotland is. Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. I know people from there. I know people there. Like they all say the same thing: the high levels of depression, uh, clinical depression. Mm-hmm. It's off the charts. Like people, uh, it's it's yeah, not a place because they're you missing live. the fofo. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think See, about that. See, exactly. You, so bring, you, you bring in could, the fofo. Whoa! But then you will like absorb all of their depression and then you will be depressed. No, no, no. I, I oh, don't yeah. stay depressed. You know mm-hmm. that. So um, so here's here's the fuller picture about it, right? We, we So we love our, our, our country mm-hmm. for the good that is in it. Yes. But we also hate those aspects of our culture that are contrary to God's word, damaging to people made in the image of God. That's right. You, we should have, we do, and we believe everybody should have a love-hate relationship with their country, with their city, like wherever you live. You should be able to say, oh, there's things here that I love. Yeah, and there's and, things here that I struggle with that I hate because because the, uh, uh, because God hates these things, the injustice that might that uh, that prevails or uh, how the arrogance of, of living against God. Yeah, I mean, it's it's... So if if you just like people like people like oh, I love my city I love my city and that's all you talk about hey church a lot of church planters like this man they just they it's like they fall in love with their city mm-hmm. it's great but you know you gotta you gotta recognize what's broken and what's wrong um, because the city that you're planting in is not the kingdom of God 
Yeah. Uh, you are waiting to see the kingdom of God break into that city. So just be careful about that. Uh, maintain that that sort of uh, relationship, that, that love-hate relationship mm-hmm. with wherever you live. So listen, I'm, I'm getting ready to go on vacation. Yep. And when I do, what do you think I'm going to take? Uh, cigars. I'm going to take cigars. What else am I going to take? Uh, bourbon. Maybe. I mean, I'll get some while yeah, I'm yeah, there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, your knife. Uh, always have a couple knives on me. Mm-hmm. Various weapons. I will. There will be various. Various sort and assortment of weapons. Assortment of weapons. Jen's weapons. Just in ca- yeah. Just in case the apocalypse happens. Oh yeah. And Make you're living. Ahead. And yeah. you're living the solitary man life. That's right. That's exactly right. See, this book that just came out by Eric Landfried is not only a, an exciting novel. You know. Uh, uh, apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. sort of a context. This is Joe's jam. But it's also it's also written from the perspective of of Christian orthodoxy, right? So what what the, what the book is about is essentially ten years after a brutal war, this former Navy SEAL Doyle is uh, prowling the, the broken remnants of a devastated America. He's alone in an armored bus that's loaded with weapons and supplies, just like my family on vacation. And uh, <laughs> now he he loves his solitude. Being alone makes it easier for him to survive. Um, you know, once he starts, if he, if he was to bring on other people into his van or into this bus, they would become liabilities. Yeah, he but, doesn't want no hangups. No, or hangers on. He yeah. didn't want any of that. <laughs> so, uh, but there's this vicious cannibal attack that leaves Doyle in need of fuel and repairs. So he has to go into this settlement. Now, while he's there, he meets Jonathan. Jonathan is a pastor of a small church in that settlement. And when Doyle and Jonathan meet, uh, Jonathan, this pastor, sees an opportunity for his ministry to expand. So the cannibals have been keeping everyone from traveling, but Doyle's armored transport brings hope to Jonathan and the church. Now, these two men strike up a mutually beneficial bargain, but neither one of them realizes that the journey that they're about to partake or t- take together um, is going to bring together a collision between Doyle's unbelief and Jonathan's faith. So this solitary man, this book, it's a gritty, action-packed, post-apocalyptic story with a solidly biblical worldview. It's an ambassador international release. Uh, you can get it in Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. If you want a signed copy, you can order one directly from the author at his website, ericlandfried.com. I got an autographed copy. I'm taking that with me on vacation. Boom. Going to read it. All right. So back to Freedom Sunday, Jimmy. Yep. Why you care? What's, Why do wrong, I care? what's wrong with Freedom Sunday? All right, so they're waving flags and shooting off fireworks. What's right, the big deal? Fine. Uh, it's cheesy. I, I, indeed. It was it, cheesy. Indeed. Look we, at that video. That, that thing video, is... It makes me feel yucky. <laughs> <laughs> How yucky, Joe? Um... You know, like... Well, now, I, Joe, to take one of those, I want to take one of those Silkwood showers is what I'm thinking. Like, I, I gotta... You're too young. Never mind. I got like, one of those like what? radiation showers. What? Like, oh, you, you get contaminated. You got to scrub up because mm. you've just been infected. So by here's the thing. I think like... Like Joe, you you're not a bath guy. No, I don't take baths. Would you take a bath for this? No. No. Not for it. Wait. No, no. No. I would take a bath because here's what happens. If you're taking a bath, see the it's Japanese just, the Japanese do it right. If you take a bath, you get in there dirty and then you sit in your own filth. It's disgusting. Japanese don't get into a bath until they, after they take a shower. Take a shower, get all the filth and dirt off, then they chill in the bathtub. That's the only way to do it. That's, Japanese have got it going on. That's the way you're supposed to do it. That's not how Americans do it. They what? just get right in the bath. Yeah. How? Why? Because that's that's, that's America. Gross. It's one of the reasons we hate America. What? what? Uh, that's uh, gross. Why uh, would you not? You always take a shower first, then go for the bath. Yeah. Well, 
Most people don't. So anyways, what were we talking about? We're oh, talking yeah. talking about bath. It makes you feel yucky. Uh, so yeah, I mean, definitely the video is pretty, is pretty cheesy. Um, it just looks like a bad TV set. Now, that's a small issue, right? Yeah. I mean, but come on, fireworks though? Fire- fireworks? Bro. Bro, fireworks. <laughs> I love that as soon as you said bro, I'm like, I know where he's going with this. Come on. I would walk out, man. I'm just telling you right now, if I was at a church and this was going on, I would just peace out of there. I'd be like, kids, time to go. We can't. Uh, we can't be here. I just yeah, can't no, do it. Forget that. Um, but but there there are there's a there are much more real issues here. Like we can. Talk about the cheesiness of it and, and, and all of that. The fundamental reason that we have a problem with Freedom Sunday is because um, our triune God is supposed to be the focus of our mm-hmm. worship. And scripture is supposed to be the rule. And something like Freedom Sunday is a challenge to those two It's a things. distraction. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, 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 at best, it's a distraction. Yeah. Um, at worst, it's, it's an attack. Oh, at um, worst, it's, it's idol worship. At worst, it's it's Armageddon or something. Yeah, Armageddon. <laughs> you went so, too far, Joe. Yeah, sometimes I cross the line. So, I mean, here's the thing: the the, the reformers, the Puritans, mm-hmm. and, and the peop- the Protestant tradition has had a lot of conversations over the centuries about the need to protect our corporate worship from the creeping influences of the world, yeah. from distractions that will allow us and fuel a uh, a focus on the wrong thing, right? Where we begin to fashion our worship. Listen, if we are beginning to fashion our worship in a way to our own liking, it probably means that we are already uh, adopting or adapting, I mean, adapting God yeah. uh, to fit into a particular mode, mode that, that he doesn't b- – exist in naturally, mm-hmm. right? So this idea that our triune God is supposed to be the focus, you know, worship is not fundamentally for us. And it's not like as believers, and it's not even my opinion, fundamentally for outsiders. I don't, it, it, it's fundamentally for God. That's what it is, right? So where, where in the reform tradition might we go to Jimmy to, to, to see this emphasis? Play? I mean, I know we're not, we haven't, uh, gotten to it yet, but in the 1689, uh, chapter 22 talks about this, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, 1689, chapter 22, paragraph two says this. Religious worship is to be given to God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and to him alone, not to angels, saints, or any other creatures, and since the fall, not without a mediator, nor in the mediation of any other but Christ alone. Okay. So, now again, I think people that are doing Freedom Sunday at FBC Dallas would say, like, hey, listen, we are completely focused on Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, not to angels or saints or any other creatures. Um, But... It, but I think once you start to say like no, the the focus, the theme of our worship is now about uh, the, our country, the graces and the privileges of being in this country, and it, it uh, is at best distracting. Yeah. Um, listen, this is not a big church thing. This is a small church thing, a big church thing, a mid church thing. When I was pastoring a church in Central Kentucky, uh, yeah, they didn't call it Freedom Sunday. But they sang America songs. Mm. Like they sang Amer like not like they sang America hymns. <laughs> they, they really on that Sunday they wanted to do that. They would they would recite the Pledge of Allegiance. 
Oh, with the American flag right there? American flag right there. I might have been at a church recently that had the American flag in, in the uh, on stage. Yes, but that's not their church. They just worship there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you got to cut them some slack. Mm-hmm. So, or just move it. Throw an Antifa flag over it? Is that what you would do? <laughs> I guess that's what you would do. Um, so yeah, that that is definitely... Um, like we're supposed to be dialing in, focusing on that. Everything is supposed to be leading us to see the greatness and the grace of God. And I think our concern is is when you start having your Fourth of July Sunday uh, service, your 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 patriotic service, um, it it it's, it seems to celebrate and encourage an allegiance to the world that is not healthy. Yeah. Now again, I'm an American citizen. I'm going to obey the laws of the land. Uh, uh, most of the time, and um, mm. I'm, I'm gonna like I'm 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 for it. I love it. I'm thankful, but it's not home. My allegiance is to a king, yeah. of another kingdom. So then, Joe, what what gives you the right to critique their service? Like, what gives you the right to say what they can and can't do uh, on on a Sunday morning? Right, right. Well, because I'm smarter and better than they are. Oh, is, is that is that, that, that that's exactly yeah, yeah. it? I'm is that smarter it? and better oh. than all of those people in Dallas, and so I can tell them what's wrong with their service. Or mm. more than likely, uh, it's because the scripture is our rule. The scripture is what governs us in our faith and in our practice. This is why we believe in what's called the regulative principle. We believe that the only things that we should be doing in our corporate worship as essential elements ought to be those things that are prescribed by scripture. Mm-hmm. So in the 1689, chapter 22, I'm going to back up the paragraph, go to paragraph one. It says, okay. but the acceptable way of worshiping the true God is instituted by himself and so limited by his own revealed will that he may not be worshipped according to the imagination or devices of men, nor the suggestions of Satan, under any visible representations, or any other way not prescribed in the Holy Mm. Scripture. So you do not get to make it up as you go along because you're feeling good about it. You don't get to do that. That's right. And I'm allowed to smoke a cigar in the service because it is uh, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Well, it undoubtedly is. Yes. But uh, I don't know what that has to do with this. I just want to, I'm, you know what? Because I've been trying to get that allowed, and now it feels the time for me to. You just got to wait till we do an outdoor service. Why can't I just, well, no, if, if it's can't good do it inside. For, if it's good enough for outdoor, it's good enough for indoor. Hey, listen, if, if, if the, you know there was smoke in the auditorium where the Freedom Sunday was going on, because they had fireworks. Exa- so I'm Why can't to we have here. cigars? Exactly. All right. Yep. So what are we going to call it? Free, uh, now, we can't call it Freedom Sunday. We got to call it something No, else. I'm going to do it every Sunday because it's a pleasing aroma. Yeah. Incense. So just just gonna just call it Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Right, I like that. <laughs> so yeah, like and this is the thing is I think we are so used to customization and doing yeah. things our own ways and being creative. And these are not bad things in yeah. and of themselves. They're good and choosing what we want, little bits from here and there. Right. We like smorgasbord it, right? Yeah. Custom yeah. tailor it, right? Like Jimmy gets all of his suits that are custom tailored. Right? He it. flies Don't. to Italy to get every suit Stop. that he wears. He doesn't go anywhere else. He flies Stop. to Italy. That's why you're really going to Italy. <laughs> Gotta get some more suits. You well, lost that, some weight. That dresses for my daughter. <laughs> She's already like, hey. So isn't Milan where the fashion stuff is, Daddy? You're like, no, no. Michelle got all bad the other day. She's like, Daddy, you going to take me to to go get, you know, I'm like, yes, of course. I was like, you want me to bring Mommy? She goes, no. I'm like, Mommy stays home then. <laughs> yeah, you got to tell your kids, you see, you got to tell your kids things like, no, no, no. Milan is not the center, the the, the, the center for, for fashion. It's It's Lombard. 
Lombard is the center for fashion. That, so we're just it's just twenty minutes away. That's where only we go. people around here understand how horrible <laughs> Lombard is. <laughs> Lombard's not horrible. Come oh, on, oh, you have sure. a love hate relationship with Lombard. Oh yeah, I love to hate it. <laughs> I was going to say mainly hate. So yeah, listen. Uh, we worship God according to His you will. You might as well just said Cicero. <laughs> Cicero's too far. That's that is. Uh, I don't know. Is there anything in Cicero? Is there anything there? Uh, I mean, the, the, the airport's you, right over there. But I mean, like, what? What's really over there? Uh, fake driver's license, prostitution. Yeah, that's, that's about a, it. I think that's it. That's really it. Pretty. <laughs> yeah, that's where I got my fake one as a teeth. Oh, did you really? You went to Cicero? Yeah, Cicero to get that. What was your name? Oh, I, it had my name. Oh, it had your real name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, fancy. Yeah. No, I thought you'd go with like no, no, or you got to no. okay. You got to get the good ones. <laughs> that right. way, when you that way, when they're like when your friend's right there and he's calling you by your name yeah. and they look at your license, they see the same name. Okay, well, I'm glad that you're coaching us all on how to be deceptive and break the law, Jimmy. It's nice. Thanks. Hey, kids, I, tune in next time. Jimmy's going to show you how to make beer in the bathtub. It's going to be awesome. All right. You need to learn how to make a shiv. So yeah, we the, the the scripture governs it, and so we need to be you know ready to evaluate what we're doing and why we're doing it, and we need to be pretty ruthless about it because we're all tempted to um to make uh, I don't know exceptions to the rules if we yeah. like the direction that we want to go. You know, maybe like uh, like we're we're really open about this. The worship on Sunday here at Redeemer. It has a particular vibe, feel, and flavor to it. It's governed by the word. We only include uh, those things that the word allows us to, uh, that pre- prescribes us to, to have as a central or as a main component. But um, but the, there's a flavor and a vibe to it that is you know somewhat derived from time, setting, culture, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it, it is not according to my preferences. You know, believe it or not, uh, the 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 elders do not decide what's going to be in corporate worship. Based on their preferences. Yeah. First of all, some of the elders have terrible preferences, so we wouldn't do that. Uh, but but secondly, uh, we are looking at the congregation. <laughs> I was if it was up to Pat, we'd have Marvel Sunday. Oh yeah, we would. <laughs> oh, we would. Marvel Sunday. <laughs> we have Marvel Sunday. Yeah, it'd be like uh, cosplay Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what we do is, we, when it comes to the what. The Reformed tradition has called the adiaphora those those aspects of corporate worship that are not prescribed, uh, but need to be handled carefully uh, with as much wisdom as as, as possible. Um, we look to make sure that what we are doing is appropriate for the church as a whole. That's right. That it fits our culture and our time and our context. That's and again, these are for things that are not distracting or um, not out of bounds, mm-hmm. but. There's going to be a lot of reformed people, and they, every year this happens. A lot of a lot of Calvinists love to start hating on churches that do something like Freedom Sunday. Yeah, because it's an easy target. You know, it's, yeah, it's low hanging fruit. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it, it's the kid, you know, walking down the hallway in high school uh, with a bunch of books under uh-huh. his arm. His pants yeah. are hiked up a little high. Mm-hmm. He's got the pocket protector. Go ahead, and he Joe. gets to the edge of the stairs to go down mm-hmm. the stairs. Are you and, ready to apologize? And then what you do is you kick the books out of his hand, right? So they spill down the stairs. It's just too easy. You have to do it. It's no, you, you have to do. No, it. you don't have to do you, it. I had to do. It. I mean, <laughs> people, people had I'm to just do saying, that. 99% of our listeners didn't feel the need that they had to okay, do it. Okay, first of all, they wanted to do it. Okay, definitely cuz I'm pretty sure I know who our listeners are. So, um let's take let's take a moment to to encourage us and to encourage one another. Yeah, you guys, listen, you didn't do Freedom Sunday? 
You're doing it great. Wow. You guys are you awesome. You are wonderful. You are so much better than than Dallas. Yeah, let, right let's now. let's all make fun of Dallas and not take any time to reflect on how white how we might be jacking up our own worship services. That's right. Or we could take a moment to kind of reflect and see like what should we be asking ourselves, Jimmy? Yeah. To press in to make so, sure that we don't because we probably are and we need and to th- This is not to work something that should be just be happening when we hear this sort of uh story of a church doing a freedom Sunday, but we should be evaluating our services on the regular. Yeah. Right? On, on, on the reg, on the reg, on the wiki week. Yeah, sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. On the day to day. Uh-huh. <laughs> hour by hour. Uh, well, minute by minute. <laughs> second, second by second. second. Millisecond by millisecond. No, that doesn't count. So, um, all right. So one of the things that I think is, is, is good to ask is, you know, something real simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and uh, for us, we, we, we should ask, but it should be an easy thing. Are we including anything as an essential element in our corporate worship that, that is, uh, unbiblical, right? Okay. Yeah. So let's just say, is there anything that we're doing that is out of place, meaning it's out of bounds biblically? Uh, it doesn't mean that it's an inherently sinful thing. Yeah. But are the things that you are doing as a component of your corporate worship prescribed by scripture? Number one. So you got to look at everything. Look at yeah. your liturgy. Write everything down. Take a close look. Get some in. Get some input. And not only is it is it out of bounds biblically, but you know, with that, is it is it just out of place? Yeah. There there are some subjective elements to it. Like what is it that we are doing that doesn't seem to really fit the purpose of corporate worship? Yeah, I think we should also be asking ourselves, what is it that we're doing that's distracting? Because there's lots of things. I mean, often, often I think, especially. Uh, New churches, church mm-hmm. plants, they try to fit so much in there. The eager beaver pastor. Gets the worm. What? What? <laughs> I don't know. I thought I was, that's not where you were going. That's not oh, where I was going okay. with that. Something like that. Yeah. But you know, like in their, in, in excitement, people want to jam pack the service with so much, with everything. And some things, while they might be good, they're just distracting. Yeah. Right. And so they, they might not be wrong. They might not be sinful, uh, but they're definitely uh, causing others to lose focus on what the real purpose and point of the the gathering is. Everything is supposed to be helping the the believers look to and maintain communion with Jesus Christ. Everything is supposed to help us to to behold the glory of our triune God. And so I I like what you're saying, Jimmy, because if there is a, a distraction in there, if we are intentionally or if we allow something to regularly be a distraction, it means that we are not serving God's people. No, and we're not shepherding our people. No, in fact, we're 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 providing a detour for them uh to go in in the wrong direction. So what are some distractions that come to mind, Jimmy, when you think and this this could be subjective, but like here's subjective. I think flag waving is is a distraction. Okay. I'll I'll say that. What about hand waving? Hand waving? Yeah. You're high. Like saying hi? Yeah. You can say hi. I don't like it. Um, if someone wants to raise their hands in worship, I don't think that's now, here's distracting. The thing. Flag waving. Now, what, what, what flags are they waving when they do flag? You you talk about this a lot. I've never actually seen I've seen flag. like multicolor flags. Okay, so they're like Christian like religious flags. No, no, no I I think they're like spirit flags. Okay, so religious. Like wave, yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Well, I don't know. You know. Yeah, so I'm, like, just, I'm just saying. Like, I'm so, thinking when you say religious flags, I'm thinking like the the uh, oh the St. Peter flag with the upside down cross. No, that's Christian so metal. Flag, the, the Christian <laughs> oh. flag, you know. Yeah, but it's not like that. It's like it could be like purple. Okay, royal yeah. flags. Royal like, flags, but, they're, but they're, they're, they exist within the context of a Christian mm-hmm. thought. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so now waving flags while you're singing is that a necessary breach of what the scripture commands, or would that be considered adiaphora? 
is certainly worth worth talking mm-hmm. about. But but I think the point is is what what might be distracting for one person is not necessarily distracting for everyone else. Yeah. And so distractions, we have to be careful yeah. not to say just because this is a distraction for me. Like I know that there are some people out there that would say when people start raising their hands in worship, it's a distraction. Well, my answer is you need to get over yourself. Yeah, that's and, not a distraction. And focus. You know what? You know what a real distraction is? What's that? Uh, short pants on stage. Oh yeah, don't that's like that. That's a distraction. Don't like that. Don't like we that. Don't do that. No short Mm-mm. pants and sandals. No uh, toes. Uh. Dude's toes. Oh, don't want to see a man's oh. toes up there. That is just ah. Oh. Uh, that's a distraction. Yeah. So um, yeah, I I think when you're when you're considering distractions in corporate worship, it is. Anything that draws not just the eye but the mind, right? It, it draws you away from what is supposed to be happening. Yeah. So honestly, like really bad sound, like like it can be a distraction. Yeah. Um, the audio individual not keeping pace, right? That not, or some not audio. The, vis, the yeah, video person. Yeah. yeah. They say AV pro presenter. Pro the presenter. Pro presenter. Yes. That to yeah. me hey, can be a distraction. Got to be a pro, yo. Got yeah. um, So sometimes there are things like that that. So listen, we we ought to be evaluating because yeah, it's easy to point at somebody that's shooting off fireworks uh, in their service and being like, wow, how lame. But we might be guilty of distracting people as well. Maybe not as in, you know, not with as much uh, of, uh, of, not with as much flair, <laughs> but mm-hmm. we can dis- distract people just by, maybe by doing things poorly. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, when, when you're doing it in such a way that, you're not caring about. Uh, I, I, I hate. I don't want to say it because I don't think service needs to be polished, right? Like I don't think it, it doesn't have to go Ours to that isn't degree. Polished. It's not, but there's a lot of care and attention that goes into it, right? Yeah. And I think that's what we're trying to talk about. Like, or, or a distraction. People reading scripture that have not actually read it beforehand, never read the passage through. in their life before, and now they're reading the passage for the first time in their life, especially when we're in Habakkuk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they go, Habakkuk. <laughs> Nemea. <laughs> so, yeah. And Malachi. Uh, they don't know what's going on. So, yeah, like there are uh, there are so many ways that we can actually like be distracting to people. And so one of these things is, is maybe you can just ask yourself, what are we doing that we need to do better? These are normal things that we should be asking all the time. Yeah. And so like what – so listen, if you're the preacher, you know the answer. You need to work on your preaching. You know, if if you're a worship a music leader, then you know. Well, I, I maybe I need to work on my exhortations, or maybe I need to work on my transition, or because you don't want any small thing or big thing that you do to be the cause for somebody to stop thinking about Christ and the truths that are being held out. It's oh, just I, too easy. I love that when you talk about transitions. I think that's actually one of the things that. Uh, churches don't do well in how do you transition from either one song to the next or one aspect of worship to the next aspect? lights down stage stop hands, it stop striking it. the elements no. and moving. that's how you do it no lights down no no stage no hands. but you know what i mean though like it, it's, and sometimes like people just are up there and and they they just fumble right and i'm not ta- i don't see this at our church so i'm, I'm no they've, they've got it down they've got that down but i've seen that in other churches when i'm visiting it's like and then people apologize for it that to me is the worst. Yeah. Don't apologize for you it. Never apologize. That's Jimmy's never, motto. Never, never, never apologize. apologize. Never, <laughs> never, ever, ever admit that you're wrong. <laughs> but it's, you know what I mean, though. No, I know. And it's like, the, and there are. There, Sorry, I only had an hour. Oh, geez. Yeah. The only way that that works is like I've seen I've seen this happen before. So Jeremy, he's been leading worship with us here since the, we we began. Sweet dude, does a great job. We got a few worship leaders. 
Now, but Jeremy, uh, in the early days, on a few occasions, he would start playing one of our songs, you know, and he would start it in the wrong key. So he, he'd start playing it and he would get like a few strums in and then he would stop and he'd go, let's try that and see. And then he would, you know, and everybody would laugh and we'd move on. It's yeah, no yeah. big deal. Like, no. you just, just own it. Like, we're, just, we're a family. We're worshiping and he together. he didn't apologize. No, no, no. Hey guys, I'm really just, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just really stressed out right now and I just, I knew that something was going to happen and it finally did and now I just, yeah, yeah I feel like. Because then I really, you're making it all about you. Yeah. Right? And that right there, that was not Jeremy making. He's like, Let's go again. Yeah, you, you can you can have fun. The idea, like, listen, I know because I talked to people who were the paid musicians at some of the large mega churches in the area, and certain churches were just brutal on them as performers. Uh, they were abused, really, mm. um, by by the lead pastor in particular. Yeah. So uh, McDonald just had to get his. I act might be. Together. I might be talking about McDonald because I. I mean, I had. I, listen, I sat across from some of these musicians who were just shaking. Like That's they were horrible. rattled. They were, and they were just burned down to the nub. Like there was nothing left. And it was like, man, like we, we, we're supposed to be offering ourselves and lifting up one another and doing this together. And so when there's a mistake, okay, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, Move on. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I preach three times on a Sunday, which means, uh, I have three times, uh, as many opportunities to make a mistake as and other only preachers one do. good sermon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we had a good one this last Sunday. <laughs> I'm not sure. I feel like third was probably the strongest showing this time, mm. not the second. Because mm. usually it goes first. I'm like, ah, I don't know how bad. Second, second is wah-wah. No, second is, but I, like, I peak. I peak yeah, at I know, second so service. It's wah-wah. Yeah, it's just, nah. No, and it's then, wah-wah. And then, and then I go off the rails because I'm so, I get a little loopy and I get a little too loose and I start saying too many things in the third service. Yeah. But this time, I was yeah. able to do things where I go, oh, now I'm going to go ahead and give you an analogy using John Wick. Now, John Wick. Yeah, <laughs> well, listen, can't go wrong with a John Wick analogy. Our congregation knows John Wick. So, so Jesus is like John Wick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, not really, but uh, so here's the thing. Yes, it's it. I, I'm not going to apologize for laughing and making fun of something like fireworks in the sanctuary or riding a stupid mo- I like motorcycles riding your motorcycle onto the stage like you think you're some cool guy as a like a ro- pastor coming down like Bon Jovi on wires like or changing the whole sanctuary uh, into a, uh, a basketball court for you know March Madness right okay those are dumb things to do and if you do those things you're being a fool um, they're embarrassing and uh, if you act like a fool we're going to treat you like a fool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, See, no, we, we can't ride a bike there, but Joe could do his trike. Yeah, that, I don't know what that means, but okay. So um, here, here's here's what I'm saying. Like, it's I'm not going to apologize for finding that stuff both frustrating and funny, and you can have some fun. But we cannot be self-righteous and, 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 yeah, so, right. and, and so hard towards people who might make a mistake or might go in the wrong direction without looking at ourselves and saying, hey, you know what? Uh, we need to be careful too. We need to look at ourselves. Yeah. Evaluate our worship services and make sure that we are striving in our incompleteness and in our fallibility to do it well. So let's be humble. Let's admit that, uh, you know, our worship isn't perfect either. I love our worship. I love our yeah. worship. I mean, it's near perfect, but yeah. You know. It's uh, it's pretty good. Uh, I'm 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 fed and I'm nourished by it. So, um, but let's let's just be humble. Take a look at ourselves and uh, whatever we do, whatever you do, in word or deed, don't do Freedom Sunday. Is that a thing? I believe in yes, word I, or deed, whatever you do, in word or deed, 
Don't do Freedom Sunday. Yeah, no, okay. no, that, that's a Joe Thornism right okay. there. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctor and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrFotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Video content on Fridays. Later. Later.